we're just, you know, keeping it classy here on several tangents. Look. McDonald's. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's us again. Yeah. That's, I don't know why I say that. I Obviously, don't know. it's I us. don't know. But, oh yeah, last, I think, either last episode or the one before, we were going to give an update on the group dating Yes, thing. on the group date. So let's do a quick update, Shelly. <laughs> um, not my type. Lovely person. Yeah, real nice guy. Real sweet. But, yeah, not my type. We're still chatting. It's, it's not, and I like, you know, told him, Talia gave me a good wording to let him down gently. Mm-hmm. I don't think, he, I don't know. On text messages, he wasn't like too broken up about it, but... I don't know. From Sunho and my perspective, we're like, he likes her. So I was a little worried. <laughs> yeah, I can I can I can tell a little bit that he did because he did ask, like, oh, what's your schedule like next week? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we mm, I gotta yeah, I gotta Yeah, and he asked it quick. like at least twice. Like he was talking about it tw- at least twice from what I heard. He brought it up. Anyways. Oh, I don't remember if he brought it up once or twice. Well, shit happens, you know. Yeah. It was an, a valiant effort on my part. It was, and I appreciate <laughs> you thinking of me. Of Although now I do know what my type vaguely is. See, I helped. So, like, that... Because before I had literally zero idea. I was like, Fair. You like actually, all of the real-life guys that I found vaguely attractive... Mm. By real-life guys, I mean, like, guys I actually have met and known. Yes. They're all gay. <laughs> Which is Girl, I- we've all been there. Which is ironic because I feel like my type is leaning more towards more of a masculine side. Mm-hmm. Because I myself am kind of masculine. Like, you want I'm, a big, muscly man. Well, maybe not. But I don't want a macho, like, toxic, no. masculine guy. Yes. <laughs> Pointing to my notes. Yes. I mean, like, I kickbox. I swear yeah. like a sailor. I don't... I'm not... Why are you making boob squeezing motions, Talia? I'm making scratching motions. I'm trying to get... I'm looking for my gold bond because I was eaten alive. (laughs) Not in the sexy way. (laughs) No, definitely not. Lyme disease. Wait, not Lyme disease. West Nile. (laughs) God damn it. Okay, really off topic, but my dad was telling me about this, like, tick, who now if you get bitten by this tick, it, like, sets off a chemical imbalance in your body and you become allergic to red meat. That's very specific and odd. Yeah. Um, I hope I didn't get bitten by one of those because I r- rather like steak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back on to you. Um, now you know. Now I know. That's what matters. And it looks really awkward from this angle because <laughs> she's like putting gold bond on her inner thigh. But if you're not directly looking at her, it looks like she's doing something else completely. I'm not. You should see my legs, guys. She's, we should just bad. post pictures. I will. I'll post on them. <laughs> It'll have to be a trigger It'll warning. A, yeah, trigger warning here. It's so, a little... Uh, it's gross. I mean, I it's have, not so bad now. You should have seen me yesterday, which you did. I sent you a picture, but... Yeah. Lord. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. let's talk some shit about Talia's exes. I'm ready. I got notes, and we will start with the very first one. I'm going to talk touch briefly on my first three boyfriends and talk mostly about my most recent ex because he was the shittiest of them all. And I would like to fight all of them. I would like to watch you fight all of them. It's like Scott Pilgrim but like less funny and more I just want to beat like the shit problematic. out of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot less angry over them 
you know, now. It's yeah. been years, but, like, rewind back a few years, I would like to fight them for sure. Now you can. Yeah. So, <laughs> the first one, his name, I think we said, is Diaper. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the first D word that I could think of. <laughs> and I'm like, it's someone's problem. And uh, I remember we met on New Year's. Like, I go, I didn't ghost him, but, like, I was a virgin at the time, and I was innocent and naive, and he started, like, insinuating, you should come over to my house, and we can watch a movie, or my apartment, whatever, and we'll just be us two, you know, Was like, that where you learned your move? No, but <laughs> now that I think about it, who knows, subconsciously. Um, one of my, fr- our friends from high school, I can't remember what her name is, I think we wrote it on the post-it, one moment, please, while Shelly reaches for it. Spinach? Yes, correct. Spinach <laughs> was like, you know, that's like boy talk for booty call. And she freaked me out. Oh. She freaked me out. So I was like, uh. I mean, she's not entirely wrong. Though. No, but she freaked me out. And yeah. so I kind of didn't ghost him, but yeah, I ghosted him for like a month. And then a month later, I was like, you know what? That was really rude of me. So I texted him and I was like, hey, <laughs> sorry, I was really stressed out about school. Because <laughs> this is a um, third year of university. Okay. So we were, like, seeing each other for three months. He found out on our first date that I was a virgin, and we would hang out. That's an odd discussion to have on a first date. Because, so he kissed me, and I was not very experienced at the time. I was 21. Okay. Not that that matters, but, like, you know, I was 21 at the time. Yeah, you were young. I was a late bloomer. (laughs) I'm a very late bloomer. (laughs) We all bloom at our own pace. So it's okay. Men are gross. (laughs) Not all men, but... Men are gross. As a whole. (laughs) What's that quote that's like, you know, as individuals, men aren't that bad, but as a group, they're a whole shit ton of stupid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But like, he kissed me and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not really good at this. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm a, why am I whispering? I'm a, (laughs) a," you know, and so I came up, like, I'm a very open person. Like, I don't really. Okay. So he didn't actually ask. No. That would be kind of. Sorry. He didn't ask, but it came up and like, I, again, I'm very open. So I'm open and honest about like my, what I feel about the situation, whatever. So we're together for like three months. I wouldn't say we're, we were a couple officially, Okay. But basically, oh, I don't remember what it was. I think I have a really good memory for things. Like, I think it was around May. (laughs) And I don't know what day, but it was in May. Wow. (laughs) And we hung out with his friends for the first time. He invited me out dancing to go out with him and his friends. And he introduced me to his friends. I I sound really congested right now because I think I'm allergic to something. Oh, no. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the gold bond. I don't think so. I don't know. My nose acts up if it's like a little dusty or if it, the air is a little oh, drier. So if I sniffle a lot, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> okay. I like, I think I sound congested. A slightly. This nostril stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Want tissue? No, because there's no, it, it's stuck in there. Oh, okay. Here. Anyway, so, continue. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. And you know, like, it was really cringy the way it happened. I'll say it. <laughs> he was like, okay, you don't, ha- I don't know if you have to censor me, but I have to swear. <laughs> And he's like... No, we're, we're set as explicit anyway. We've already sworn. <laughs> Cringe alert. We were in. We were making out, and he was like, oh, I just really want to fuck you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I wasn't, I just, like, waiting for the one to lose my virginity, too. Like, virginity at that point... Virginity is a social construct anyway. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Why not? So we did it. And then, you guys like, were together for for three enough. months, yeah. whatever. And then, yeah, and then after that, he started ghosting me. And I called him out on it. And he's like, I think we're just, like, better suited as friends. <laughs> I was like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I um, guess you 
did. So, and then you he know, left you, and then he's a great big bag of dicks. Yeah, and basically, I'm pretty sure it was just, like the whole relationship, if you want to call it that, was, was based just on to, just to sleep with me, like just to be like, oh yeah, I took this girl's virginity, and which is like, it's really ugh, not that it's a defense. I guess you were both relatively young. Mm. But to he was older than me, actually, by like a few years. Oh. I mean, he was like twenty five at the time. I was twenty one. Yeah, there's, so there's like, no excuse. I mean, because I'm. He was yeah. We're and, both twenty six. Uh, yeah, it's so. true. And Sunho and I actually we we were in the Eaton Center, and my heart literally just like stopped because like oh my god, because <laughs> we saw him. I, this is the first time I've seen him in like. You should years. have been really loud. Me like. Oh, hey, that's the guy who fucked me, took my virginity, and then left me so that everyone could shame him. Because oh objectively, that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. He looked exactly the same. Boring. Just a boring <laughs> ass white dude. Anyways, so that was no- piece of trash number one. Piece of trash number two, actually, I met on um, Birthright, which is this trip where people of Jewish heritage. Oh, I think you've what, told me about it. It's like a free trip to Israel yeah. for people of like Jewish heritage or whatever. Yeah. And this boy, we call him Donut cuz on one of our dates we got donuts on. <laughs> I don't know. So Donut and I met on this trip. Like he's the first friend I actually made. We okay. bonded over like my Spider-Man comics that I was reading in the airport cuz I'm like super cool. <laughs> Like schlepping around this like hardcover collection of Spider-Man comics. Look, in university, was this sometime around first first year winter break? Mm. I was studying. Was it winter break? No, I can't remember. But I was on a trip somewhere, and then I was studying, and I brought my forensic textbooks onto mm. the. First of all, textbooks on a plane. Why would I do that? But like, I was trying to Look actually. Cool. I have no idea what it was for. <laughs> no, but I like I had to study or work on something. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. like, there's all these crime scene photos, and I was like, I feel like someone might flag me as a. <laughs> <laughs> there's a girl make doing research on how to hide a dead body. Um... We don't hide dead bodies. We're trying to find dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess, if you know how to find them, you know how yeah. to hide them. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, we, he was the first friend I made, and like I had a crush on another dude on the trip, but like eventually I started developing a crush on this guy because he was like a skater boy. He kind of <laughs> reminded me of the lead singer of Sum Forty One, Derek something Whipley, okay, whatever, but like cuter. Because <laughs> shade. Sorry. <laughs> Not that Derek isn't cute, but, like, this guy was cuter. Um, anyways, so so whatever. Like, we were friends for years. Like, for four years, and we on and off, we would chat and make plans. But he's, like, a super flaky dude. Um. Like, I'm free this weekend. I was like, great. So where are you? Yeah, I can't come. Whatever. Like, he's a very flaky so dude. So he was, like, what's the name we used? Cucumber? Yes. I yeah. believe so. Would make plans. Yes. Like, and the then, week before, and then and be like, oh, sorry. So annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I need to start writing down all of these names because, like, <laughs> And then there was one point four years after we met that we, like, decided we're going to hang out. And it was, like, on my way home from Ottawa. Again, these weird things that I remember. And I was like, hey, um, I'm free tomorrow. I'm going downtown to get my belly button pierced. Want to meet after? <laughs> He's like, yeah, totally. And so we, we met up after. And, like, it was effortless like we would we just started talking and we didn't stop for the whole like six hours we were together like effortless we went to indigo we got starbucks and we sat in a corner and just chatted for like three hours wow we just talked and talked it was like like you know those moments where you just like you can feel it and you just like bounce off each other and it's good and you're laughing and whatever we got 
sorry. And we really yummy. Tissue. <laughs> we got really good grilled cheese sandwiches, whatever, in Kensington Market. And... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. I don't know what. We were in Kensington, then the Eaton Center, and then we went back to Kensington for some reason. I remember, like, right before we... Because I had to go babysit that night, so I was, like, leaving. <laughs> I had to leave by like six o'clock or something like that. And so we were saying goodbye and we were hugging. And then we like you, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but like there's this magnetic pull. Tally, I don't feel I, anything. I know. That's <laughs> not true. But like. I feel anger. There was like, there was like this magnetic pull that just like, just like, I don't it's know like how to explain movies. it. Literally like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like when you really like somebody and you can feel that they're, they like you, you can feel it. I don't know how to explain it, but it was one of those moments and we kissed and then we were kissing and then I don't know where, I think he got freaked out because he wasn't expecting to kiss uh, me. Like he, cause he didn't expect to like have, I guess, I don't know, feelings for me. I don't know. Some whatever. And he was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and literally I opened my eyes and he's gone <laughs> and he's like, see you later. And then he texted me later. He's like, oh, that's the first day I ever got attacked by a pigeon too. That's a very momentous <laughs> occasion in my brain. Cause that's how we kind of like bonded. <laughs> I don't know how to, anyways, so whatever, we were get, again dating for three months. Now, I don't know if this is a weird coincidence, but around Passover with um, Diaper, that's when I broke up with Diaper, when we broke up, whatever. Okay. And then P- Passover with, almost said his real name, Donut, um, <laughs> he started, he just disappeared. And like, this is the point where we were discussing before, like, do I come to your house for Passover? Do you come to whatever? Okay. I mean, this is like, I was going to start discussing it. Like we hadn't actually openly discussed it yet, but I was like okay. mustering up the courage yeah. and he just like disappeared. Like this is when we would talk literally every day, all day and out of nowhere disappeared. And then like fast forward, we always saw each other on the weekends cause he lived in a different city. Okay. So I was like, hey, am I seeing you this weekend? This was like the, in the afternoon and I didn't hear from him until like 8 p.m. And he's like, and he calls me. He's like, hey, so I got a job in British Columbia and I move in two weeks and I already bought my ticket. Wow. And then, and then when I tried to meet up with him one, like at least one last time, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, she's, I'm, she's I'm making like really weird shrugging motions. Because like, that's just how can't. I imagine him over the phone is just like, he's like, I can't, you know, like. Yeah, I'm down. And then five minutes later, oh, I can't anymore. I have to fix my computer. Oh, my computer's fixed so I can come up. Whatever. It was such bullshit excuses. Oh, I, and I, it sounds to me like he was scared of a committed relationship. It's possible. I know he hated his job. Like, it's fine. Well, it's not. Just don't I be mean, a the, dick. No, I think when he stopped talking to you and you were going to ask, like, did mm-hmm. you actually approach no, him about? Oh, no, not, not yet. yet. But, like, we maybe it was t- on his mind, though. It's possible. Like, right? he just. Like, because cause I think going to each other's houses for, I guess, Passover for you, Thanksgiving for white people, <laughs> yeah. Chinese New Year for Asian people, <laughs> like, like, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, but, you know, I didn't even bring it up yet. Like, literally, he just disappeared, and he, like, made it, the day came where he was supposed to come over, he made so many excuses, he's like, I'll just, like, let you know when I wake up. And it was, like, four, I was so mad. I went to my best friend Danielle's house. She used to live over there. You know, she yes, used to yeah, live yeah. over there. Oh, I just said where we lived. You I'll just add a out. fart, a <laughs> fart <laughs> noise again. <laughs> Damn it, Tally. I'm sorry. I have, I have a fart noise thing on my computer because of you. I'm a mess. Sorry. It's just one for now. <laughs> we'll see if I mess up again. But, yeah, she used to live really close. So I, like, went crying. I drove to her house, and I was crying, and I was really upset because I really liked him. Yeah. And whatever. So he eventually showed up. He stayed here. We okay. watched a movie right on this couch. An hour and a half, we watched the Lego movie. 
And then he went home. He was like, bye. Wow. Like, okay. Following Wednesday, I called him. I was like, listen, I can't do this anymore because you're being a dick. <laughs> was I that mean, the exact I didn't wording? say, no, oh, but I, I was like, was. I started to cry and then he had to do all the talking. But technically, I initiated it, so I broke up with him. Okay. Anyways. So that was Donut. Fast forward a few months till, almost said his real name, Juniper, <laughs> who is a U.S. Marine from I'll Texas. still fight him. Yeah. From this, like, teeny-ass town um, in Texas. Like, ridiculous. Red flag. <laughs> Listen. But he was tall, blonde, and handsome, and he was, like, the, the hottest dude in our class, I guess, in okay. our program. There's 20 of us in my program. I know I've mentioned that before. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I need to stop scratching my leg. So anyways, uh, we like, I don't know how it even happened. We weren't even like close friends, but we would like hang out in big groups. Yeah. And then he expressed how he wanted to go visit, like he wanted to go to Jerusalem with me because like my family lives there and I was going on, going to visit them regularly. Okay. And so he's like, oh yeah, I'll like, I would totally go to Jerusalem. I was like, hey, I'm going with my family if you want to come with me. And he was like, yeah, I'll come with you. I feel like you can totally hear your, like, like vigorous... Put, I am trying so rubbing. hard. Listen, <laughs> if you guys could feel the stitches <laughs> that I'm feeling right now, Lord help you. I ha- would never wish this upon anybody. Because I'm, like... I, I really wish I grabbed my ice pack before we started, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, okay, my exes could get these. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, so we went to Jerusalem together, and it was really nice, and we, again, just friends, so I was like, we're gonna have to sleep in the same room, though. He's like, that's fine, I don't care. That's, that's like, a fanfic. I know. And, like, we were <laughs> watching... only one bed. <laughs> we were watching movies, and I was, like, teaching him about, <laughs> you know, we were, it was around Christmas time, so we were watching, like, Black Christmas, one of my favorite horror movies for holidays, for a holiday, I have to admit, I love that movie. Which I've seen here in this basement. Yeah, what a good memory. <laughs> so I, we were watching movies and we watched it. He's like, "Wow, Black, I've never expected." And we were like cuddling, whatever. We kissed. We became boyfriend girlfriend, if you want to call it that. I don't know. And like we were the couple, okay. the second couple in our program, and everyone was like, "Ooh," and I was like, "Yeah, look, I backed the hottest dude in the." Oh dear. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. And I was like, yeah, I bagged the hottest dude in our program. But to be honest, now that I like, if I look at a picture of him now, I'm like, okay, he's not that great. <laughs> but he's not ugly by any means. You know what I mean? <laughs> like He was just better looking in comparison. Yeah, let's go with that. And then all of a sudden, again, we spent a lot of time together. He used to stay with me after school because I lived on campus in the dorms. And so, like, he would sleep over a lot. I'm really gross right now. I'm so it's sorry. fine. Uh, gross. This doesn't bug me. Oh, my God. I'm, like, I scratching my leg to death. You're congested. Nostrils. I'm itchy as <laughs> shit. Mess. We are. Guys, I'm, like, just. Oh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> I hit you every time you start scratching. Please do. Because I'm, like, actually going to rip my <laughs> leg off. So, anyways randomly he just started like being weird like he was getting really he was really i know sorry (laughs) (laughs) you can hear the little smack (laughs) he was um getting upset about something i'm not scratching Um, i'm rubbing does rubbing count i okay (laughs) (laughs) so he was like really and i would be like hey do you want to talk about it do you need to talk about it do you want to talk about it he's like no no and so then this asshole had the audacity when he decided that he wanted to break up with me, he's like, you don't give me the space to talk about my emotions. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I literally asked you every time, do you want to talk about it? And I'd like console him. I was getting so mad. 
And I was like, how can you want, like, break up with me over that? Because you know damn well I would never, like, ignore you. Either it's just, hold on, I'm reaching for tissue. Oh, yeah. Oh. I have tissues. Oh, I have one. I have tissues. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I might use oh, oh, my God, the spider. Oh, my God, that's a red-ass spider. What the fuck Ew! is that? Tissue, kill it. I, I missed. Uh, what the fuck kind of spider? What just felt a crush? Ew! <laughs> What was that? Sorry, wow. there was like the spider. It was like it red. was pretty big. It was red and it was pretty big and crunchy. <laughs> Can I side note with a really gross story from university? I don't want to pick up the tissue. It's alive! <laughs> it ain't crunchy. I don't think that's a spider, actually. Oh no, it is a spider. I don't understand. I Look, squeezed put, you. Put that on top. Oh my god! Oh my god! So you don't have to feel the crunch. I felt the crunch. It looks really okay. Oh yeah, it did now. <laughs> Die! Die! I have two gross insects slash arachnids. Ice packs while you tell the story. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I think your fear unclogged my nose. <laughs> it like cleared my skin, unclogged my nose. I've never seen a spider that disgusting before. So in my house in Oshawa, when I was living there on campus, this was, both of these stories happened in fourth year when we had a forensic entomology unit. Uh, so I, we oh. were tasked with making a bug collection. Mm. So we were given like these jars, they're called killing jars. I don't know if that's the official name or- I like that name. If that's, so basically what it was was like jars with plaster at the bottom mm. and then you would drip some, I think it was acetate or something like that. I don't remember. Like it's basically- poisonous fumes for bugs so i had all these jars and i had mason jars because i just we had to collect like a dozen bugs excuse me excuse me again i hate bugs and as you could tell (laughs) (laughs) and there's we found the spider in the house and it was really weird looking spider so i caught it in a jar Mm -hmm. and i just kept it in my room on my desk and forgot about it and then i looked and i was like oh yeah and i'm like where's the spider (laughs) and i looked around the jar and I looked up on the lid, and the spider had made a nest. Oh, up disgusting. On the lid. It was like this thick, like all spider webs. I was telling someone about it, and they were like, you should probably kill that with fire. Because yeah, there's it's a, a gazillion little spider eggs now growing in there. Oh my god, you're making me even more itchy. So I, I chucked it. I fucking hate spiders. Um, bugs. And the other story was, we had a bell ringer, where you get like a minute per station. Yeah. So there's one station that was basically speed bug pinning. So we had to perfectly pin flies to get the mark. Mm. Now the problem is when you're actually supposed to catch the insects to do a bug collection, if you don't pin it right after they're dead, you should freeze it so that they don't dry up and get all crunchy like that spider. Oh, oh God, we're going to clean that up later. Vacuum it. <gasps> I have a teeny vacuum upstairs. Okay. Okay. Um, but the problem with this bell ringer was that they didn't have fresh flies for us. They had old crusty flies from someone's thesis project so all the flies were like missing a couple legs missing a wing and they were crunchy af so of course mine ended up kind of wonky but i wrote on my test paper like it was crunchy i still got full marks excellent anyway back to your regularly scheduled programming sorry about that i insects men same (laughs) diff right (laughs) anyway so he broke up with me and he's like i just can't like i just can't 
have a girlfriend right now. I can't be someone's boyfriend right now. A month later, sorry if I'm yelling, I found out. You kind of are. You're like peeking really hard. Yeah. <laughs> found out he had a new Israeli girlfriend. And I was like, the shit, dude. Like, I don't even get. But you know what? Like, the next day, I was upset. And then the next day, I was like, whatever. <laughs> I yeah. started sleeping with, uh, what was his name? Kumquat? The Korean oh. dude. Oh. Actually, I also slept with this other really adorable. He was in, he, um, he was like half Malaysian, half white. Okay. Something. I love how like white just has no ethnicity. Yeah. It's just white. White. His dad was like Jewish American. Whatever. He was like super cute. Good rebound. Anyways, okay. that's off topic. So let's now <laughs> fast forward to Korea. I downloaded, the, before I left Israel, I downloaded Tandem, which is like this language exchange app. And basically like I was just trying to make Korean friends, mm. you know? try to chat i don't actually I, at the time i didn't speak any korean and i just like was like i wanted to make a few friends in seoul so that i could you know yeah so you're friends. not completely alone exactly when you go to a completely new country and i already have like experience making online friends and meeting them in real life because i have really good you're british a friends millennial yes on tumblr and i have really <laughs> yeah that's where i met them and i like i still talk to um one of them regularly love you girl I don't know if I said your name before, so. <laughs> but love you. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> um, whatever. So I was pretty comfortable with making online friends. Yeah. And this one dude who we will call dog poops. Or just poops for short. We'll just call him poops. Multiple. Except poops is like what people like use as cute names. So poops. <laughs> he just like spat it to the I'm mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, met him, and we just started off chatting, whatever. He was really nice, and we met up once, just, like, to hang out. We went to the museum, we saw a movie, whatever. Okay. And then another night, my go-to move, I invited him <laughs> over to watch a movie, because I had a crush on him, and I thought he was pretty dang cute. Now that I look back at pictures of him, I'm like... Was was this the one that was caught in your panorama? Yes, that's the one. Okay. Not a good pic... Obviously not a good picture of him, but I yeah. thought you... I could show you one later. Like, a normal one later, if you're interested. Okay. Um, anyways. Uh, he had this, like, really cute lisp and, like, really unique eyebrows. Like, you know, whatever. Okay. That's I don't know. odd. <laughs> you know what? Like, the weird things that I find attractive in people, you know? Okay. We hung out in my apartment and we made out. And then he's like, you're my girlfriend now. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Because that's, well, it's like you said, that's kind of how it is in Korea. Yeah. A lot it's like, of, like, conservative bam. countries. Because... Mm. Even though I don't necessarily believe that, like, everyone's going to be like, no sex before marriage, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I think if, like, you were to have sex before marriage, you would at least be in a relationship. Mm. So there is that kind of pressure. And also, like, because of all the shame associated with sex in very conservative countries. Except Korea. has There's so much sex stuff everywhere. Japan, man. Like, come on. Anyway. <laughs> Ridiculous. So whatever... I was his girlfriend. This was literally within the first week of me moving yeah, to Korea. Yeah, I remember you To said. Seoul, I mean. Literally within the yeah. first few days of me living in Seoul, I had a boyfriend. All my friends laughed at me. And I was like, listen, you know, you know. Um, fast forward. <laughs> I think we were together five or six months. 
Okay. Whatever. And then just, I don't know what, I remember we had an amazing night out with my friends and an amazing trip out of town. I don't remember which one came first. Doesn't really matter, but like we were happy. Like we were into each other. He was like trying to move to China for school. So we were discussing like, I'll save money for flight tickets. I'll come visit you. You'll come visit. Like we were discussing it. It was like. Yeah. Serious. You know? Yeah. And then I don't know what the fuck happened, but, and he would deny it to his dying day, probably. I have screen captures of our breakup, too, and I'll, like, I'll show you later. Okay. Um, I'm scratching. You can hit me. Thank you. <laughs> um, Literally a slap on the wrist. <laughs> I'm gonna move the ice pack. So, I don't know what happened. I wrote down a list of things that he used to do. Basically, he started, like, when we'd be holding hands, he'd rip his hand out of mine. Like, violently like rip his hand out of mine and then walk kind of ahead of me but not was this an issue before nope not before then he would start avoiding me we'd be literally standing next to each other on a subway and he'd move across and then i'd move next to him and he'd move across again what the hell literally in circles so he would do that multiple times then here's my list (laughs) these are all not in a particular order these are just whatever he would air quote tickle me by jabbing his fingers into my side and pulling on my double chin like that's and when i say tickling. ouch no i know and i'd be like hey that's not fucking tickling you're hurting yeah. me okay okay i won't do it anymore and then he'd continue to do it i'm like can i how many times do i have to fucking ask you not to do that like he would it would always be my fault whatever it was Ugh. always my fault for example i would express my feelings about how you know i don't like it when you rip your hand out of my like, when yeah. we're holding hands. I don't like it. And then he would always turn it around on me, and I'd feel bad. Like, I would start feeling well, I've bad. I've got stuff to say about that. Like, I would start apologizing, like, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that, whatever. I'm, like, because, you know what? I loved him, and I didn't want to upset him, so me? I would apologize. And, you know, there was another time where I lived in a, in Seoul, where, like, close to a university. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, bars and stuff, so we went to our, our favorite bar in, like, the little area. Um, university area and we're walking home and he it was uphill and they have like railings on the sidewalk okay so I was on the sidewalk and he was on the road like walking on the opposite side of the railing oh I don't fucking know why and this random ass Korean dude comes up behind me puts his arm around my waist and it's like hey he's also he's just speaking to me in Korean he's like do you speak Korean like what are you doing are you single and I was just like my boyfriend's right over there and I was like whatever and he's like oh sorry whatever and he walked away and then I was like, and you know, just a side note, in my apartment, you know, in Korea, the walls are literally paper thin, <laughs> like literally paper fucking thin. And you know what? We got back to my apartment and I've already had complaints made on me because for unfounded complaints about me for noise when I literally am alone all the fucking time. They, yeah. they, they decided that he, my boyfriend lived there. Like, oh. without being the landlord, notified, whatever. Yeah. So basically, my neighbors were assholes. <laughs> that, yeah. Whatever. I'll That's beside the point. Yeah. And so I'd already gotten complaints about me for noise. And yeah. he's, and I'm like, why didn't you do anything? And he fucking started yelling at me. He was yelling and screaming at me, like, what the fuck did you want why? me to do? What do you mean? Like, what did you want me to do about it? And I was like, like, tell someone not hey, to. Hey, that's my girlfriend. Don't put your arm around her. Yeah. And he was screaming. I was like, can we not? Just, like, calm down. And he would start, he would do shit like that all the fucking time. And yeah, because, like, look, I'm a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Mm-hmm. Who sounds really congested right now. <laughs> like, comically congested. But, like, okay, if a guy, if I had a boyfriend and I was with my boyfriend 
and a guy put his arms around me, yeah, I would probably be like, hey, can you fucking not? Mm -hmm. But I would also expect my boyfriend or even just my friends to be like, yeah, like, come to my defense, right? Like, Like, don't touch someone you... Don't touch someone you don't fucking know. Don't put your arms around a stranger. I would have just, like... (laughs) Yeah. I... That so. was an elbowing. <laughs> <laughs> so he would, I know it would always be my fault. And he, like for no matter how I'm feeling, I have a lot of anxiety issues. I think I've mentioned that before. A lot of anxiety, a lot, like, especially now, like with my current relationship, I feel like it, obviously my past relationships really affect how I behave yeah, in my current it's, relationship. Well, it's the same with me and friendships, right? Like yeah. my past has really fucked me up and like every kind of little red flag becomes a big red flag in my yeah, eyes. Me too. Yeah. So he would always blame me. It would always be my fault. Um, another time we went out. This was, so right before I visited my family in Canada, he told me he thinks he wants to break up. Okay. And I was distraught. Like, I was un- inconsolable. Unconsol- yes. Inconsolable. inconsolable. I was so upset because I loved him. And it was almost our anniversary. And I, like, really wanted to work on things, see if we could. Because yeah. we were happy once. I don't know what happened. And he always, and he was always like, you never suggest things for us to do. And I'm like literally giving him lists of things that I've researched. And he's decided because we went to a game cafe once and I was like, and I didn't, I didn't like that cafe in particular. Like they didn't have any, like a lot of games to choose from. So I wasn't like feeling it. And he was just like, you hate game cafes. You hate doing this. You hate doing that. What am I supposed to fucking do? (sighs) And so it was, and I'm like, dude, I don't hate game cafes. I just didn't like that one. And I don't, it's not that I don't like escape rooms. It's not that I don't do these things. I love doing these things, but you always shoot me down. (laughs) And then there was another time. This is so, this is after I came back from Canada and he had like told me he wants to work on things. Okay. He wants to work on things, whatever. That is so manipulative. Mm. And, um... (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know. But in, at the time, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to work on things, you That's know, because I really liked him. Yeah, at the so, time, you don't. Yeah, And I don't know if he was this. doing it on, like consciously or if he was just like, whatever. So, oh, so fucking stupid. Like the whole weekend, he's like, I need time. And I was like, okay, but I leave literally in two days for Canada. Yeah. So he's like, don't worry, whatever, we'll talk about it. So he told me, yeah, we'll work on things. And I got back. And all my friends are like, why the shit are you staying with him? <laughs> I was like, because we're working on things, guys. And we went out dancing. I rekindled my friendship with people I met in orientation. This is like a year okay. after we met. So I like, and I'm still friends with them now. Like, I love them. Uh-huh. And like, this is like when we're restarting, like really becoming friends. Like we were acquaintances and then we became friends. Okay. We went out dancing and of course... Hoops was with me. But it's not unusual if he's still your boyfriend, No, of course not. You know, he was with me. But the whole night, we went to a bar to dance. And he literally would do anything to not dance with me. He would dance with strangers. Wow. And, like, not even just girls. Like, he'd go dance in groups of people. And he was, and then I'd be like, can you dance with me? He's like, ugh, fine, whatever. And he wow. Would, and he would dance with me, but then literally five seconds after he would dance with me, he'd disappear. And my friend, I love him to death. He's moving to New York soon, and I'll get to see him, and I love him. He's, like, <laughs> he's, he's, like, very quick to defend his friends. Okay. And he comes up to me, he's like, he's being an asshole. Yeah. You're obviously upset, and that's really fucked up that he's doing this yeah. to you. And so he's, like, and he said, like, you need to go talk to him. And I said, okay. And I said, I'm really upset because you're avoiding me. I want to have fun with you. I want to dance with you. Yeah. And he fucking storms off into the streets, drunk, trying to, like, walking in the street. Yeah. In the streets. Taxi just 
driving all over the place. I mean, in retrospect, you're probably like, please get run over. I didn't at the time. Like, I, still, I know, in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, in retrospect. He was just a really, like, he was a fucking nightmare. I'm trying to, like, look at my, my list. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so he would do that often where he'd storm off drunk. And so we went to, we were having a good week, I guess, for our relationship. Okay. Um, it was past our one year anniversary and it was past his birthday. And um, we went out, to, we were invited last minute to a mutual, like my friend's friends going away party. Like okay. I knew this guy, but I wasn't like BFF. Yeah. I was friends with the girl. So you're a friend of a friend. Yeah, yeah, a friend of a friend's. We went to this going away party in a place called Itaewon, which is like the foreigner. Yes. What's the word I'm looking for? Hub. Yeah. So like we, a lot of expats are there. Yeah. It's very western So, yeah. So I, I didn't like Itaewon, but I was like, I'll go to this party, whatever. That is where I met my current boyfriend, actually. <laughs> Sunho, we met at a party, and I was like, ooh. Obviously, <laughs> at that point, I was losing interested in like any rekindling my yeah. flame with my my ex-boyfriend my Good. current boyfriend at the time like i was losing interest already yeah. i remember i went to a music festival weeks before a couple weeks before and my friend my best friend uh-huh. he was like dude you just need to do it just break up with him because you're not happy he's not yeah. worth it it's like you're right whatever so he's we were, a great big bag of dicks he sure is i don't know about now but whatever <laughs> once a bag of dicks always a bag of dicks <laughs> <laughs> Made myself laugh. Um, <laughs> um, That's so, gonna be our episode title. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> and um, so whatever, we we're at this party, and Sunho was flirting with my my friend, and uh-huh. I was like really jealous the whole time. And I was Aww. like, oh, you know what? I, I know, I could feel it. I was like jealous. Whatever. We went home, and the following Tuesday, we all went out again. Uh-huh. Sunho was there, and like a bunch of our friends, whatever. And the whole night, I just talked to Sunho. The whole night, my ex boyfriend was sitting right next to me, <laughs> right next to me. But isn't that what he's basically been doing to you all this time? Just you wait. Just you wait. So yeah, and I would try to include him in the conversation. I'd be like, "Didn't you do this or whatever?" Yeah. Ignored me the whole time. Ugh. Wouldn't even look at me. And so I was like, "Whatever. If you're gonna ignore me, I'll ignore yeah. you." So I would just spoke to Sunho the whole time. Yeah. Good. And. I, w- I remember going to the bathroom with my girlfriends, and they were like, dude, dump him. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm just finding, trying to find the moment. Yeah. It was so fucking stupid. I was just chicken shit. I just didn't know what to do. Because I've never, like, you know, it was weird. It, I, I, like, oddly would feel, like, felt bad about doing it, From but I wanted to do it. Oh, bless you in advance. No, it's not seizing. I'm trying to speak, but I'm so congested that it's not Lord. <laughs> But that's classic manipulative behavior. Yeah. And I remember, like, I really wanted to do it. Like, I really yeah. wanted to be free. Oh, I forgot to mention some shit. Because <laughs> this, this I know you're going to get pissed off about. I should mention that through the whole relationship, even through the parts where we were happy, yeah. he wouldn't let me wear dark lipsticks. Yeah, and you, that's my, like, yeah. style. I you're, love dark reds, me. dark purples. Like, dark colors are my jam. He wouldn't let me wear certain clothes he wouldn't like Which approve of so stupid fucked up yep and i didn't really realize that at the time and we had this huge argument where um, he's like you don't look like someone who's dating i was like what the fuck does that even yeah. mean and then there was another time where we went out um, we were trying to set up my <laughs> my friend um with his friend we were we went out drinking and i showed up in like what i thought was a really cute outfit and yeah. i was wearing my like favorite like 
dusty lavender color lipstick okay. and it was a little dark but it wasn't I thought whatever yeah. and I was like I knew you were gonna hate it and he's like well if you knew that why the fuck did you put it on because fuck you I said it's so my argument always is it's my face I yeah. can put it on like I said exactly. that to him your I was like face, it's your body it's my face and I remember he's like, well, I'm just, cu-. like, we got into this huge argument. He's like, well, I don't understand why you did this. Like, how, why didn't you consider how I felt when you put Who it on? Who the fuck cares how you feel at this point? And Honestly. He, and he stormed off, and I felt bad, and I chased after him, and I said, hey, let's try to have fun. Later in the evening, as a, air quote, joke, he called me, in Korean, um, Pabo is idiot or like whatever yeah and normally we say like as a joke like i call sunho affectionately like we call each other pupples yeah. like we look like pupples whatever but he said it in like oh she's just an idiot like he said it in a mean way Ugh. and i got pissed off and i stormed out of the bar you i should, walked away you should text him pretend you're flirting with him get him to meet up i mean obviously he's not here he but like there. you know if he were and then have him Meet me instead so I can push him. <laughs> <laughs> Make him fly all the way from Korea. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was just, like, another thing. I can't believe I forgot about that. Because that's, like, one of the biggest things. Yeah. He was so, like, controlling over what I wore. So, you know what? I'm a very... My favorite kind of style is, like, grungy. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, sometimes girly. Like, depends on yeah. my mood. But all of the clothes I bought basically were just, like, every other Korean girl style he wanted me to change my eyebrow shape what to be more korean he wanted me to change my fucking Maybe eyebrow shape date a korean girl That's actually no don't date anyone dude literally jack anyway so he was like was really controlling about that kind of shit and i remember the day after we broke up i wore my best dark red <laughs> lipstick and my i have this like you know the flippy shirts that all the kids have i have like a black sweater you know, like the sequins that flip up and down. And they, uh, so I got from H&M this sweater with like eyeballs that like blink when you flip it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, so that's like... touching your own boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's like, I felt so free. Like I could just be who I wanted to be. Yeah. But like I would always, with when I was still with him, I would like, when I'm with my friends without him, like I would dress the way I wanted yeah. to dress. But when I was with him, I had to like wear heels. I had to do this. Like I like but, wearing heels regardless. Yeah. But I felt like every day... But if you have to... Literally every day I knew I was going to meet him after work, I dressed nicely to go to work because I met him right after. So I planned my outfits, which I never fucking do. <laughs> and I like, I was like, I'll wear this dress tomorrow because I know he likes that one or whatever. Uh, so like, it, I was obviously, uh, you know, I felt like I needed to please him and whatever. And he, yeah. he bought me this like light red lip balm, tinted lip balm stuff. Okay. And that's what he wanted me to wear. He liked red lips, so I wore a lot of, you know, like how Korean women wear it darker in the middle yeah, and blended. That's what he lips. liked. So, which I like the style, but again, if you have like, to do it, if you're obli- like that's yeah. So that was another thing, and you know, when I was out with his friends, obviously I'm not fluent in Korean. I speak yeah. enough to get by. Yeah. But there's no way I could keep up with a fluent like native yeah. Korean. And every time we went out with his friends, like he would barely translate for me. Would, like his friends would like struggle to speak to me in English. But he would never help. Oh. And so, you know what? And then, so, fast forward to when we were, this was the night after we went out with my friends and I was ignoring him. Yeah. I remember he, like, was ignoring me. Like, I knew he was texting my, our mutual friend. Because uh-huh. they were talking. But he was ignoring me. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, and he was like, eh, whatever. So we broke up. And he was saying, like, oh, you never included me in conversations. You never did this. You never did that. 
And I was like, oh, whatever. I just wanted to be out of it. So I was just like, I broke up with, I was literally in an H&M change room <laughs> voice messaging him while he was texting me because he wouldn't answer my calls. Uh, whatever. Short story. Not short story. Long story short, which is not really short. <laughs> but um, basically he is trash. <laughs> and yeah. I broke up with him. I felt free the next day. Good. Like I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. What time is it? Yeah, so a weight was lifted off my shoulders, and my current boyfriend's going to get really mad at me, because <laughs> I have to pick him up in, <laughs> like, seven minutes. Shit, where's my phone? Do you want to pick him up, pause, and then we'll come back to sure. finish? Yeah. Okay, we're back. Yay! I had to run to go pick up Sunho from Starbucks, because it closed at 10. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it was already, like, <laughs> 9.50, and I was like, ooh. Oh, he doesn't. He's not mad at me, so it's okay. Yay! He forgives me. It's because it's so. Anyways, we're discussing poops. Which <laughs> says is like a cute name. I was like, yeah, I guess so. It is kind of. But I mean, we like, mean it in a mean way. I mean, I guess you could replace it with shithead. Let's say shithead. That's fine. <laughs> just like every time I say poops now, just go back and just record shithead. <laughs> so, um, did you have any more? Oh yeah, I do have like um. After we broke up, we, he wanted to talk. And I was like, why the fuck do you want? What, like, why? Sorry, I have to put an ice pack in my pants. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really she, itchy. She literally just leaned back, shoved them down her pants. Guys, I'm itchy. I just want to. Okay, anyways. So, whatever. I agreed. And this was, like, at the point where I was already talking to, like, five other boys. <laughs> um, like, I was talking to, like, a bunch of other dudes, including Sunho, like, whatever. Yeah. And... It was like, fine, whatever, I'll meet up. And we met up where we always used to meet up for dates yeah. and stuff. He, it was like right after my birthday. So this is like where Sunho and I knew that we were like, I knew that we were together, yeah. whatever. Or before my birthday. I don't remember. Wow. <laughs> I'm really miss- messing this up. But whatever. It was around my birthday. And there's this store, there's this company called Kakao. So if you know anything about yeah. Korea, it's like their whatsapp so they have like really cute characters and my favorite one is ryan because he's a sassy lion but he's like he has like he's insecure because he doesn't have a mane even though he's a lion so he just looks like a bear (laughs) and i love him and there was this plushie like this really soft pillow okay that i have in my room now still um that i like was obsessed with and i was like i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna buy it but i never ended up buying it i was like maybe for my birthday whatever i'll buy it and i never like i never ended up buying it but on my birthday, that's what he gave me. And he gave me... Oops, shithead? Yeah. He gave me the pillow that I always... Like, that I've been wanting for so long. Okay. And he gave me a card. And in this card, he wrote, you know, <laughs> I didn't know how much you meant... Like, how much <sighs> you meant to me. It's like, you know, all the air went out of my lungs. Like, you know, you never know... Like, you don't notice how important someone is to your life until they're gone. Blah, blah, blah. Like... Obviously, I was crying because, you know what, like... Because he did meet a lot, too. He did. So I was crying reading this card on the subway like a wuss. Whatever. I still have this pillow. Like, for me, I don't really associate people with objects. (laughs) So I don't really care. So it was a free pillow that you wanted? It's like, he gave me one for Christmas when we were still happy. He gave me one, like, uh, it's also just Ryan's face. (laughs) Um, I spent more money on that dude than he did on me, by the way. So I'm not going to say... But that's, like, <laughs> bad. Like, I don't mind treating my boyfriend, but I just feel like, show me the same courtesy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't really well, care. Well, yeah. But, 
I'm Maybe not, not necessarily on money, but just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. effort. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like just the effort. Like show me that you also care. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so that was our, my relationship with shithead, and honestly, I sometimes I think to myself like, why did it? Why did it take you so damn long? To get out of that situation because you weren't happy. Let me you tell weren't you excited why, to Talia. <laughs> yeah. Here, she okay. did some research. So, well, a I couple sit things. On my ice packs. There was one thing I did. I don't have the research notes for that, but this was stuff that I know kind of through like. <laughs> <laughs> Just from previous readings. Mm. When he said, like, uh, or when you were really sad and then like it was a really bad patch in your relationship and then he would do something to make you happy again if i recall that's pretty textbook abusive relationship shit it is it's called the cycle of violence so you start off happy yeah happy 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 he does something wrong and then he tries to make Make it it better so that you start believing that everything's gonna be okay Mm -hmm. but then he never really did anything to make me feel better i would just apologize and then he'd be like okay which is probably even even shittier to be honest Mm -hmm. because he didn't even try to be manipulative he was just a dick yeah also this is a really serious topic but i sound ridiculous because my nose is so congested (laughs) (laughs) so i'm sorry but i do recognize that like my it was emotionally abusive and like i don't know if i want to say he never hit me or anything but the air quote tickling was like very aggressive yeah and the thing is like i would like sometimes i would tickle people or i would like kind of pokes them and before we would be like stop stop like yeah because i was a little shit i wouldn't necessarily stop but i wasn't like to the point of hurting them mm. it was just annoying yeah. but as an adult you would be like okay if someone clearly doesn't like something and they're telling mm-hmm. you to stop you should probably stop, stop. Mm-hmm. yeah and like if you just out of habit accident uh, accident <laughs> this is really hard to say with a stuffed nose accidentally mm-hmm. just start doing it again because it's like yeah. I'm poking her right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just, you're not thinking about it, right? No, he did but, it. Everything he did was on purpose. Yeah. So, I did he some knew research. He did. I didn't like it. Exactly. He, but he knew he had that power over you, which is kind of the big theme and abusive and manip- yeah. manipulative. I'm not trying to defend him, but like, I think he was just like, he was too dumb <laughs> <laughs> to realize. <laughs> not that he's a, like, an idiot. Like, he's smart, but I just you feel can like. Be stupid and- yeah he yeah. was just like i think in terms of relationships he was just clueless that he didn't like i'm not trying to defend him like what he was doing yeah. was really fucked up yeah he knew what he was doing was hurting me but he didn't like i don't think he really recognized it as abusive that's a what i'm trying of, to say the thing is like i don't think any a lot of people so every yeah. time what i looked up i looked at a couple of different sites mm. but this one was kind of the more in-depth one mm. but a lot of sites would list all these red flags the thing is, they sound really obvious when you hear them. Yeah. But in practice, it's a lot different. It's mm-hmm. very subtle, and that's how it works. You think of people who join cults, and you would think, I would never join a cult. Like, I'm too smart for that. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, is they get you a little bit at a time. And a lot of the times, the people who think they're too smart for cults actually get hooked in because they appeal to your logic. Mm-hmm. So, Psychology Today describes manipulative people as people who are deceptive and they appear one way in order to ensnare you Mm -hmm. so he was really friendly he was like you know 
kind of appealing to your kindness, mm-hmm. your personality, but they will often take what you say and do and twist it around. As you were saying, like when, you know, you would say, oh, I didn't like this board game cafe. Mm-hmm. Oh, suddenly you don't like any board game cafe. You're so boring. You never want to do anything. You never suggest for us to do anything. Yeah, it's basically constantly making straw man arguments and slippery mm-hmm. slopes, right? Like, you know, I I don't like this the steak at this place. Oh, you like, you're such an uneducated bimbo like you're so picky you don't like it like yeah they just make it make little things all your fault oh also because i'm jewish Uh for the first year in korea that i lived there i didn't eat pork and so he would complain about that (laughs) like it's so hard to pick a restaurant because you can't eat this you can't eat that you can't i don't like seafood it's not that i like i just don't like seafood so he's like and seafood and pork are like a big thing in Korea, obviously. They also eat you know, in Asia. chicken. Yeah, but like, you know, chicken, Beef. there's like less options. Ish. Like pork and seafood are like primary. I mean, there is chicken and stuff, but. Yeah. So anyways, he would always complain about that. That was also another thing he used to complain about. And then it was always Which my just fault. Gross it's my fucking religion, ignorant. dude. Yeah. yeah. Although- Did I tell you that I started eating pork because he didn't tell me that a restaurant we were eating at... <laughs> Oh, I didn't say. So I'll see you quickly. There's a all-you-can-eat barbecue place that was selling like ten thousand won, which is like ten bucks for all-you-can-eat bulgogi, which is typically okay. beef. We oh, ate I there multiple times. Yeah. And then months after we discovered that place, he's like, "By the way, that's it. It's pork. It's not beef." That's disgusting to yeah. me, because I know you're a little, you're slightly more lax on religion. I, at the time, I was like already considering eating pork anyways, because I wanted to okay. try more things. Yeah. But... But the thing is, like, religion is heavily tied to your sense of morality, Mm -hmm. right? For better or for worse. But I know people who, like, religiously do not eat meat. And once they consume meat... Like, this has happened when I worked at um, a fast food place. This kid asked for a hot dog. He forgot to ask for it to be vegan. And when he bit into it, like, he had the most horrifying... I felt so bad. He looked so horrified. Oh, no. Because to him, it was, like a really bad thing and different people have different but like it's like people who joke about or purposely make vegetarians accidentally eat meat well first of all it does fuck up their system because they're so unused to digesting meat that like having a whole burger is going to seriously give them some really bad indigestion Mm -hmm. and stomach issues and also like why are you just such a dick yeah so that was another thing i totally forgot about that yeah um also just There's like a whole bunch of shit, so I'm just going to go through them kind of quickly. So they often attempt to confuse you, make you feel like you're going crazy, which is also called gaslighting, which I know is often misused. I don't think he ever gaslit me, but... Well, like, I guess manipulative people in general, they they tend to, like, make you doubt yourself. Oh, I did... Yeah, he definitely did that. Yeah, or, like, doubt your memory, doubt your perception. Mm -hmm. Um, There was definitely moments like that. It's certain... Like, I think gaslighting itself is a very particular extreme of that Mm -hmm. so a lot of people do misuse that term but like it's kind of hard to draw the line if you're not really a professional Mm -hmm. they can be very passive aggressive which we talked about in case of friendships as well the storming off into the streets yeah Mm -hmm. um they can be really nice one minute and then totally standoffish and not tell you why not letting you know what you did wrong just that you did something wrong Mm -hmm. but they don't give you a chance to fix it ding 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 yep Again, same with friends as well. Mm-hmm. 
they can also be very aggressive, vicious, resorting to personal attacks and criticism, and then the whole controlling thing is a whole other, yeah, another game. So, like I said, a lot of these things seem really obvious, and now the site lists a bunch, nine traits, but it kind of breaks off into like, some of them are the same, and some of them are slightly list two traits. But anyway, list a bunch of traits of manipulative people, and I wanted to give like some common examples and then maybe some personal examples or relating it back to what you talked about because again the stuff can look like it's really really obvious but when it actually happens you're like wait Mm -hmm. what was that the first trait they list is that they truly believe their way of handling the situation is like the correct way it's the only way and that's because that way is the way that their needs are met they don't give a shit about anyone else all situations and relationships are about them Mm-hmm. And they don't care how others feel, how like others react. So like shithead controlling what you wear, yeah. controlling how you like present yourself, and going well. How do you think that makes me feel? Okay, well, how do you think that makes me feel? Like he clearly <laughs> did not give a shit. No. So a more common, subtle example would be they always arrange to meet up at a place that's convenient for them, not giving a shit how inconvenient it might be for you. Mm-hmm. So personal example for a friendship not a romantic relationship a girl i used to work with lived like far out east and every time our group of work friends would get together she would make us go further east even though everyone lived north or like meet in me the west. middle or something yeah. like come on you know but she would complain every time we met up somewhere that was closer to everyone else so it's kind of that inconsideration but two extremes <sighs> yeah obviously mm-hmm. i had a baby burp <laughs> Um, Baby I s- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, serious. Okay, go. Um, yeah. So a subset of that is that controllers, abusers, and mani- manipulative mm. people don't question themselves. They never ask if they're the problem. It's always someone else who's the problem. So, you know, when, you know, all... Not just one issue. I couldn't even keep track of all the issues. But whenever you would bring something up to shithead, mm. he would turn it around and make it your fault. Yep. More common, kind of le- more subtle ones would be um, someone who's constantly getting dumped because they're a shithead. Mm-hmm. Um, they cost- Let's say they constantly criticize their partner's appearance. Mm-hmm. But then they will say that these relationships failed because their partners couldn't take the criticism. You know, mm-hmm. like It's like when Juniper broke up with me. Oh. And it was like, you know what? I didn't give him the space. Oh, yeah. It's not like criticism, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so (laughs) this one, my personal example, which you are well aware of, a former friend now who constantly dominated over me, spoke over me, pretty much ignored me, Mm. and then accused me of being unlazy or lazy and uncaring. (laughs) Unlazy? Lazy Lazy and uncaring. when Which I wanted to step she's away. she's definitely not lazy or yeah. uncaring. Maybe I was lazy and uncaring because you were a shithead. Everyone's just a shithead. <laughs> you're a shithead. You're a shithead. Um, <laughs> like, just Oprah. You're a shithead. <laughs> you're a shithead. Shithead for you. For you. Oh, no. I would never give somebody a shithead. You would sh- give other shitheads shitheads. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They belong together, really. Yeah. Just out-manipulate each other. I don't know. So manipulative people also don't understand boundaries. Now this one's a little bit kind of weird because the explanation wasn't really specific. Mm. But they say crowding into your space physically or emotionally, psychologically or spiritually. They don't care about personal space 
or they just don't care. Mm. Or they, yeah, they don't understand personal space or don't care. I think a common example would be constantly asking you personal questions that you're not necessarily ready to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, this is actually not my personal example, but some shit went down on Tumblr, I think last year. It's oh. so like, I, I had that art Tumblr and so there was like this big fandom community, right? Yeah. And these two friends were, well, they're former friends now, obviously, but they were working on a shared fanfic and... I guess a little bit of drama was that suddenly the fanfic was deleted and it looked like they just broke ties. Mm. But then it turns out that person A was a manipulative shithead. Oh god. And would basically constantly take time away from person B from working on like her own stuff because person B's stuff was more popular than person A. Mm. So she would constantly demand time, take, taking up time and attention so that... The only thing she had to work on was their stuff, but not her own. Um, Some people are just so fucking selfish. Yeah. Manipulative people tend to prey on your kindness. I'm too nice. So they know they're going to hook you in by kind of appealing to how good of a person you are. Some signs are they will often praise you, but this stops once they get what they want from you. So... Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) that sound like i was like wait isn't this one of the plot lines in 50 shades of gray like isn't it that the guy is like quote-unquote damaged emotionally and so it kind of appeals to the girl who's like very sweet and naive i have no idea i, I don't know. read parts of that book to my drunk roommates in university like they would get drunk and i'd read to them <laughs> oh dear it was funny it, yes not for the right reasons <laughs> no, that's also true um, my personal example, I just put former boss, For- which we'll get into in an episode, yeah. but basically would constantly appeal to like, not how good of a person I am, but my skills and my university major, she would try to twist it to make it sound like it was relevant to the job I was doing to make sure that I would stay there. Hmm. Kind of like in a relationship, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, actually another example, um, former friend, Cucumber, we had a mute, she was an acquaintance of mine, but a friend of Cucumber's, mm. she apparently had ptsd despite never having experienced a trauma um which i'm like but they wouldn't diagnose you with ptsd they might diagnose you with certain symptoms Mm. but i'm pretty sure one of the big like requirements is an actual trauma it is literally called post-traumatic stress disorder but she would kind of just be very manipulative and be like well you can't leave me because i have this burp (laughs) What was that? PTSD. That was her saying it because it made me, because she's using it as an excuse. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what she was doing. She was like, I'm really tired. I'm so sorry. So am I. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she'd be like, you can't, like, leave me or you can't, like, criticize me because I have this condition and you're going to give me anxiety or a panic attack by acting like this. People who use mental health as an excuse is fucked up in its own right. Like, like, I... I, I have... Obvi- obviously, people with mental health issues yeah. are a little more vulnerable, but... Yeah. Like, you know, all the shit that I've had to put up with has really messed me up, and I, like... Yeah. I don't want it to affect me, but I would, like... And, you know, if I get upset over something really stupid with Soon I will say, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I experienced this with an ex-boyfriend, and it really makes me uncomfortable. So, I, like, 
if you're using it that way as an excuse, I feel like it's... It's not an excuse, that's an explanation. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, in that sense, then it's fine. But, like, if you're just saying, like, oh, you can't eat this pizza because it's going to give me anxiety. (laughs) I have basically. Basically, it was kind of like that, except, you know, Just because I want the last slice. You can't eat it because I have PTSD. (laughs) You have to give it to me. Otherwise, I'm going to have a panic attack. (laughs) Sorry, that's funny. (laughs) That's funny. But that, I mean, that was really Mm. the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Other traits, they will talk about you behind your back the same way they talk to you about other people. And specifically this site, Psychology Today, talks about it kind of being like they're trying to cause drama, basically. They they worded it in a lot more academic way, but they're trying to stir some shit up. Yeah. So they would say shit like... um, Oh, yeah, so I guess one of the examples I put is constantly trash-talking and, like, trash-talking you with other people, but they would trash-talk other people to you. Mm. Or, for example, your partner telling you that one of your friends was being really flirty with him and then telling your friend that you were suspicious of the friend, mm. causing a rift between you two. And really one of the biggest red flags, which is very subtly done, is isolating you from your support system. Yeah. Which is how cults work as well. Mm-hmm. Is they turn you against the people who have your best interests at heart yeah. so that they can't come and help you when shit goes down. Luckily, I don't, I didn't have to, like any of that problem. Or like he never tried to do that to me. Yeah. So that's nice. But but it is, it is what a lot of people like. Yeah. And a um, lot of abusers do it. Yeah. And like I know other people have been in abusive relationships where they suddenly just stopped talking to all their friends because Mm -hmm. all their time is being taken up by their partner. Which is so sad. And it's not necessarily that their partner is talking shit about the friends, but just kind of pushing them away and being like, come spend time with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean you're going out with your friends? Like, you were supposed to spend the night with me, that kind of thing. Which, I mean, sometimes I get being a little jealous for attention. Mm. But again, these are talking in the extremes. Yeah. And then one of the tips they give is never waste your time trying to explain who you are to people who are committed to misunderstanding you. So people who are constantly Mm. twisting what you say and do and making it about them or saying that you are doing something to hurt them when really it's nothing. Yeah. So so I put logical fallacies galore. (laughs) So this is often a kind of un conscious behavior i think like confirmation bias which was one of the words that i was trying to think of in a previous episode and could not think of it i just keep finding new mosquito bites <laughs> yeah rest in pieces it's all red now i know because i was rubbing it oh okay i'm not trying not to scr- anyways should have yeah. don't scratch i'm not scratching don't scratch so one example is your partner telling you that they wish you would open up a little more um, and then acting as if, or you telling your partner that you wish they would open up a little more, and then they're like, well, you don't give me any privacy. <coughs> <laughs> Except that was kind of the opposite, where you were asking, and then he was just like, you don't ask. Yeah. And that's just, that's just dumbness. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm like, my personal... Dumbness. I don't know, man. I like that. And my personal example is literally every goddamn big argument I've ever had <laughs> is when you take something, something small and relatively insignificant and blow it up or twist it around to mm-hmm. make it like, like the most recent argument I had mm-hmm. when she was like, oh, you can't tell me not to use violent language when you say you'll beat me in a fight, which is like, 
I was literally, literally everyone who's listened to this podcast and everyone who knows me knows that I joke about fighting everyone and everything. It's true. <laughs> I'll fight you. I'll fight your mom. I'll fight your dog. I'll fight the Actually, pizza I won't, I won't that fell on the dog. floor. I'll hug your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs yeah. are the exception. I'll fight your your shoe for falling off. I'll fight the spider. Oh, <laughs> the fucking spider. But anyway. Creak, 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 creak. So something, another tip they give is characterize people by their actions, not their words. Mm -hmm. If people put as much effort into actually being a good person as they do pretending to be a good person, Mm -hmm. they would actually be an amazing person. Yeah. One common example is someone telling you that they're a very good listener and wants to be there, but then acts disinterested when you're actually pouring your heart out to them. I mean, like, that again, that one sounds obvious, but you really do have to look at. Like, when you're in a relationship actions. and you. It's really hard to tell. You're making noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get fidgety when I'm trying. When I'm sleepy and I have to do stuff where I'm. Um, I have to play with something. I'll squish my tube. <laughs> that sounds sexual. <laughs> I have to fidget or I'm going to fall asleep. Um, so, another tip they give is really constantly examine what it is that you believe and be sure about your beliefs obviously Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean like you can't change your beliefs and be completely closed-minded yeah but the problem is that when you don't really know what you believe it's very easy for someone to influence what to believe Mm -hmm. um so a common example which i guess a lot of people would say doesn't apply to them is grown ass gross ass adults who prey on teenagers or kids making them believe that they are special and it's because they're more mature or that mm. this is perfectly grooming. normal and not at all predatory. It's grooming. Yeah, okay. So the personal example is, I heard this story in a high school health class. <laughs> um, a girl's boyfriend convinced her that if he gets an erection, he has to ejaculate or else it's actually harmful to him. <laughs> so he basically forces her to have sex or jerk him off or whatever. And the, the moral of the story in that, because this was in health class, was know your shit, know that this actually doesn't happen. I mean, our health class teacher was a badass. Terrifying, but a badass. That's disgusting, dude. Yeah. So this Why are boys so gross? Because they're gross. Because society made them gross. Yeah, it's not... I don't want to say it's not their fault, but like... I mean, in a way, it is collectively society's fault. Mm. Again, we'll get into it in our yeah. masculinity episode. <laughs> but I just wanted to end off. I know we're running, <laughs> we're running really later than long. usual. Yeah. But I think this part is very important. Um, now, I have personally not vetted any of these services. But if you feel that you're in an abusive relationship or you know someone who is and you're trying to get them some help, there are a couple um, resources that I found. Mm-hmm. Most of these are kind of in the States because that's what comes up in Google. Um and again, I have not vetted any of these. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I have never had to use them. So take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But um, the Office of Women's Health in the States, their website is literally womenshealth.gov. They have some resources on dealing with and hopefully getting out of abusive relationships. Uh, Family and Youth Services also lists a whole bunch of different hotlines, mm-hmm. including National Domestic Violence Hotline, National Teen Dating Abuse, which happens a lot even if both partners are teens. National Sexual Assault Hotline and Stalking Resource, because we haven't talked about stalking. Hopefully you have not experienced 
real stalking. No, I don't Maybe think so. Maybe just the odd creeper or two. The odd creeper or two. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have, a st- we'll have an episode on that yeah. too, I think. <laughs> but definitely look for usually government resources. Mm. Um, but I know some people don't necessarily trust their government, which is 100% understandable. Mm-hmm. But there's many community centers or local women's groups um, who are able to get help. And if you're in mm. school, and I... Again, also understand if you don't necessarily trust your school administration because, well, the stories we've all heard. But in school, there are counselors and um, people who should be trained in handling abusive relationships, domestic violence, violence and sexual assault and you know your fan even if someone man- manipulates you and wow manipulates you into thinking that your family or friends don't care about you guarantee i can guarantee you that yeah. they do and if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to like authorities or hotlines or whatever just talk to them because that's that's how i got through yeah. my i want to say it's not like it was a pretty minor case i want to say like it wasn't like I guess. I needed to escape, but it still really helped me to talk to my friends. Yeah. And I spoke to, I didn't speak really to my parents because parents, but. Yeah, because you're like, they're going to judge you no matter what. Yeah, but if you're like, are close with your parents or, you know, your sister, your brother, you need to, you need your friends and family. And the other red flag that hasn't been spoken about yet is if all your friends are like, get rid of him yeah which i guess kind of happened with you all your (laughs) friends were like just break up yeah obviously it's not always easy luckily you weren't in a terribly violent relationship Mm -hmm. but if all your friends are going like this is not good time to start looking at these resources yes be safe yes anyway i know you're worth a lot (laughs) yeah Anyway, I think we're both... My nostrils have finally cleared. Yay! Yeah, at the end of this. (laughs) After end of talking all the serious stuff with a stuffed nose. Honestly, it was kind of therapeutic just talking about it. Yeah, let it off your chest. Fuckers. Picture me fighting all of them. Which is great. And I'll just hold a camera. (laughs) I'll just film it. (laughs) Again, it's like Scott Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, but better. But better. Because I'm fighting actual assholes. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so that was my... That's my dating experience, I guess. Yeah. Boyfriend experience. On a happier note. Yeah. Um, we're doing a collab. Yay. That I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, which we will announce as it comes up. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to like spoil anything for our collaborator slash co-conspirator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's forever now. <laughs> You're going to scare her away. <laughs> we're not scary. Bye. Bye. Wait, we didn't say we to follow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, unbuy, unbuy, unbuy. Um. Oh, we're now on a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. We're Let on. Check if we're on Apple now. While we're still chatting. Oh yeah. We're on Spotify and Anchor as per usual. But we're mm-hmm. also on Stitcher, Castbox, Pocket Casts, Podbean. Did I say Castbox already? I know mm. we're on like eight things. Oh Lord. Oh, Radio Public. And we're on Apple Podcasts. Yay! <laughs> we're on Apple Podcasts, and um, I think, yeah. Yeah, and I think on Apple Podcasts you can leave a review and like yeah. it, so please do that, because that Thank helps. You. Yes. Um, and you can always email us stories if you want us to like talk about them. Yeah, at you... uh, severaltangents at gmail.com. Yes. doesn't have to be related to what we've talked about. If yeah. If you just have a 
funny story to share. Yeah, or, we love funny stories. Or if you just need someone to talk to that you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, because I've definitely been there. I kind of been, like, sometimes it's nice to talk to, not an anonymous source, but you know what I mean, like, like someone talking who's to someone not who doesn't, in your unbiased life. too. Yeah. Yeah. So send us your stuff. Mm. And if there's anyone you would like me to fight. <laughs> <laughs> or me. Oh, yeah. To film Shelly fighting them. Oh, I mean, I was like, you kickbox too, so you could fight them too. You just don't volunteer to fight as often as I do, which is very hard. I'm the peaceful one. But I'm not (laughs) (laughs) Now, bye! Now, actual bye! (laughs)